Hey, what's up, addicts? It's your boy, Rod. I'm on the road for work, so unfortunately, I'm not going to make the episode. Uh, but the guys hold it down, talk a little bit of post-game Eagles, hit you with a little bit of pre-game Cardinals. As always, they hold it down. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and as always, hail. All right, what's up, addicts? Uh, this is Steve. We are uh, Sans Rodney tonight, who's out uh, out there working in the world today. So tonight we got uh, myself, we got Phil, yeah. we got Dev, what up? We got Ellie. So we'll be the four to take you on this uh, this post game podcast. Uh, you know, it is a vic- it was a victory Monday, victory Tuesday, and now a victory Wednesday. So we're still riding high off the victory from Sunday. Um, yes, sir. I know some of us predicted it. Some of us kind of – I know I flipped personally uh, before the game uh, when we saw the injury, injury report uh, heading into the game. So, um, yeah, so real quick, I mean, initial thoughts, guys. How you feel? I just want to first say that uh, if Philly had scored another field goal, I would have nailed the score exactly. I predicted 27-20. We won 27-17, so that's even better. Um, God, it feels good to not only win, but to do so in a way where over half the game you dominated, uh, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And it feels good to see our defensive line, you know, we thought that they were going to eat against the Eagles. We feasted. I saw a stat. Here's, here's a crazy number. We had 31 pressures on Carson Wentz in that game. Those 31 pressures made up 26% of all quarterback pressures during the Sunday game. That means that over one quarter of the pressures any team put on a quarterback on Sunday were because of us. That's insane. I don't care how patchwork your offensive line was. That's an insane number. And that feels good that for once – Something is coming through as advertised. So I'm looking forward to better things. I don't expect that every week, but it feels good that something came through as advertised for us. It's been a while since we had that feeling. Ellie, what you got? Um, I thought I, it was one of the it was the most fun I had watching a game in a long time in the second half of the game, like, you know, when, yeah, let's when Morneau clear. got the pick from that point forward, it was a lot of fun before 2012. that. Yeah, it was. And before that, it was like, Oh man, not this again. Um, I feel like for me, the game didn't necessarily answer a lot of questions. Um, just because Philly had so many injuries, right. just because, <sighs> Philadelphia played a really stupid game. I don't know what they were like. They were up 17 nothing, still throwing the ball on an offense that we didn't really have it together. We weren't moving the ball at all. And they just were still just chucking the ball deep, giving our defensive line the chance to just pin our ears back and go after them. So they were definitely. They didn't, Doug Peterson didn't have a real sharp game. Nope. Um, but we took advantage of what they did. And I think that's something that we as a franchise haven't done in forever. Right. I mean, holy crap. Like, we, we got lost early in the game, and you could tell. Like, we had no idea about the two tight end package. That was just killing us. Um, but then they started making mistakes, and we took advantage of them. And I, to me, 
that's a sign of progress in itself that I will, I will take like every day, all day. Like when Marneau got the pick and then we took it down and scored a touchdown instead of another three and out, I said, okay, there might be something here. Right. Hopkins has to be better. That missed kick early on <sighs> darn near, you know, cost us. Um, I guess we'll get into the defense a little bit more later. I'm not going to go player by player and yeah. do like that. I got my reservations about some guys we can talk about. But we saw changes. We saw – we didn't see the old the, – we'll call it air quotes Redskins of the old. Like, we think we said this in the group. The Redskins would have lost that game. Yes. You know, Jay Gruden would have lost that game. We saw right. changes being made, particularly on defense. Yep. After, what, towards the end of the second quarter? Definitely Mid- go to the yeah, third mid- middle of second quarter. Um, yeah. we went to a cover three with Cameron Curl coming in the game. Yep. And that changed everything because yeah, it seemed like the only game plan the Eagles had was a double tight end game. Yeah. And then once it. we took that away, it was like. And the long ball. Long ball no with long uh, Apke. We'll talk about Apke. They're we'll trying to, to make the safety yeah. come up short to guard the tight ends in order yep. to pull them off. But um, you, you guys are, are right, man. Uh, I, I, it, was a, it was an exciting game from around second quarter on. Uh, that's when you could kind of see, you know, a lot of people just say, oh, we turned it up in the second half. But if you watch the game, we were hitting, we were sacking at the quarterback, pretty much uh, hitting that and rushing and hurrying the quarterback from quarter number one. They were always getting to the guy. We had a cup, they, we had a couple bad lapses on defense with Abke not getting over quick enough on a tight end. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the other corner that used to play for Philly got burned. That put him in good position. You know, those are the, like, the only two things. Great defenses give up a play here and there. It happens. But, you know, the most of the game consistently we were getting to the quarterback. And I think they were pretty much going for the pass every time and, by the way, stop the run. I think that's kind of the way they looked at it. And just so everybody knows, this whole 4-3 experiment, it kind of works, but we're only in 4-3 26% of the time. Yeah. So 74% of the time we were – in nickel defense uh so nickel is our base guys don't get it don't get it twisted nickel is the washington football team's base defense but i think when it turned is whenever the coach made an adjustment which we haven't seen in a while where they put uh cam curl played the other nickel linebacker is what i can see from when i watched it everybody keeps saying they brought him in to play defense or it's a defensive back but they took out one of the linebackers and put him in in the box so I think that stopped those uh, guys that could run with Goddard, Goddard, whatever his name is, guys that could run with him. I don't think they changed up Apke's assignments or anything like that. I think they just put a faster linebacker in because even in cover three, if a tight end runs across the linebacker's face, he's supposed to carry him. The safety should be helping, but ultimately the linebacker is supposed to carry him if he crosses his face in a typical cover three, at least when I played. Now I'm old as shit. But <laughs> but I think maybe that's what's supposed to happen. But I, I love the game, man. I love the game plan on defense. I would it seemed like we were a block or two away from maybe breaking something on offense here and there. Um it's, our left side needs help, man. That Trent Williams getting traded was bullshit. We should have kept that guy, man. He had to play. He had to play not only this year, he had to play next year too, to be real honest about it. So I, I don't think we should have got rid of him, but it's water under the bridge now. Go uh, draw Christian. Just I like that we can play that guy there at left tackle because if you play that guy at left tackle now, let him go through his growing pains. These these guys will grow together. They'll fail together, and ultimately, hopefully, they'll win together. You can learn a lot. 
from picking somebody up and losing together. You know what I'm saying? You get better. It's the time to do it. It's not the time to do it when we're 10 and, and 0 or something. It's time to do it now when we don't expect a whole lot, man. Just do your job is what we hope. I don't See, think he can get better. I that's what I was going to say. I think he can get better, I'm waiting man. for Sadiq Charles to get healthy. That's, yeah. that's well, well, I have more faith in, in yeah. Abke than him. I love you. Let me tell you something. They're gonna be picking each other up, uh, picking each other up a lot. <laughs> I love your optimism. I think, I think West. Yeah. I think West Martin was worse. He was. Uh, he he was. West Martin. He got West bullied. Martin. Here's the crazy thing, Jerron Christian. I expect to get physically bullied. He's undersized. And he's not a physical player. West Martin's a, a, a decent sized guard. Man, and he's man. supposed to be more of a power player. He he does not play with power. And you know, in, in this day and age, yeah, your your offensive line has to be more athletic, but at the same time, damn you man, have to have some strength. We you know, and and, and, like and, I don't know and I don't know if we gotta start, you know, moving more. I don't know how Christian is in terms of lateral movement, obviously. Well, not enough that people say you're going to take advantage of it. They was running guys. over him. They didn't move him, shake him left and right. They just shoved that son of a bitch over, man. He looked like one of those and, little weather clowns you see in front of stores that <laughs> wind hit him and knock him this way. You create yeah. motion. Yeah. You create motion, movement. You know, move the pocket. Do something. Something yeah. different has to, has to happen. We're not going to be able to match up man on man. It's, we don't have the Hawks. Even, yeah. But even then, even then, all right? Go watch some of the, the, the old games, some of the quarterbacks we had. The entire time we had Mark Rippon on the quarterback, because Rippon was slow, they moved the pocket. In this case, you have the opposite situation. You have a quarterback who can move, but you don't have an offensive line that can just hold blocks. So move the pocket. Yeah. Of all that guy's a quick release. RG3 would have been dead back there, man. <laughs> of all the coordinators, I thought Scott Turner had the worst day. Um, yeah. I, I just – I don't think he had a good game plan. You could see that Haskins was thriving on quick throws. And then he would just call long developing plays again. Yeah. Those, those slants. You see when he started hitting those slants, that's when he got in the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Quick. He, yeah. The, the Haskins was doing well, I thought, on like in breaking routes where the guy would sit down. I know that's kind of a level one concept, but the Eagles were coming, too. They were bringing pressure, too. Yeah, and they still and got just, good defensive linemen, regardless yeah, of injuries. It just felt like Scott Turner was determined to do what he planned to do before the game, which there was no rhythm to it. There was no rhythm to the running game whatsoever. I, that's I some, that's like some that. Jay Gruden stuff. Here's This is our first 15 plays. No matter what situation we're in, we are yeah. running these 15 plays in order. Right. The, the right. offense just felt so vanilla. It was so boring. It was. We went three and out for like the first was it six Man. six drives? We yeah. should have kept AP to do what Barber did. I, I mean, I agree. I, oh, the running game. Was, do that. Running I mean, I'd rather have seen Love do that. I think Love could have done that. You know, I mean, okay. Okay, though. It's, maybe it's, that's maybe that's why they kept him. Maybe that's his role. Maybe, maybe let Barber roll is his role. Uh, I'm I hoping. That I think, I think, when I, I think said it's Barber's role. Here. I think it's Barber's role. And like I said Man. a couple podcasts ago. I think we just kind of slept on what Barber is to Ron Rivera and what Ron Rivera won, even though he had 17 carries for 29 yards. Man, you got me. I could never believe he'd get 17 carries. I could see eight or nine, 17. Yeah. And, and, you know, he pretty much yeah. was a guy that was running the clock out. I don't, I don't dislike him, 
but he got one point something yards. He's not dynamic. Two touchdowns. He did get two touchdowns, man. I mean, I, number, obviously, though, they trust him to run power yeah, and dive and all that above all all the other oh, guys yeah. who were active. Yep. And it, what you're it, saying is don't don't pick up uh nobody nobody even Gibson even Gibson who who numbers look decent for his little amount of carries he got all those carries on three rushes the rest of the five or six runs he got they got less yards than Barber so let's not pretend that that you know that he had a, a better day than Barber but doesn't that if all the running backs fail to me that says there's right. an issue with the run game Right. And Wes Martin's a big part of that problem. And because a lot of these guys were missing blocks. There was a play where uh, I thought he was Jerron Christian, Jerron Christian, or and Logan Thomas. Yep. Jerron Christian him. cost Gibson probably about a fifty-yard run. I nice mean, he yeah. yeah, just peeled back and he just whiffed. Yeah, I Gibson had. I went back and watched the game again today. There were three runs Gibson would have housed it if he one he tripped over Terry McLaurin's feet when he broke into the open. Uh, there was the one he got killed in the backfield for. And there was yeah, one. Yeah, that's what Gerard missed the block when you feel yeah, back. And, and, and there was another block. one, too, that I think um, – I don't know. There was, I thought there were three. There might have been two. But they were really long plays. And I think you start to see what Gibson is in this offense. And that's – you know, he's going to be dynamic. He's probably going to be, I think, as we said, 10 touches total. What did he end up – it was something like – he had like three or four catches, right? And he had like five or six he rushes. Had, he had – here's what he had. Let me run the stat line. He had two catches for eight yards. He had nine carries for 36 yards, 4.0 okay. average. However, his longest run of the day was 20. So the other eight carries, 16 yards. Yeah. But, and that, but some, sometimes that's what it is until you wear the defense down. We never did that in the first part of the game. And then they brought Barber in, and Barber was really ineffective, except for in that fourth and one. I don't think J.D. McKissick should have been on the field at all Sunday. No. I, yeah, he had five targets. He should yeah. have had zero targets. And Give that option play that he almost fumbled. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, uh, well, uh, hold on. Hold on. I don't think that pitch should have gone to him in the first place because there was three. Look, I went back yeah, and watched that as, play. As a, as a quarterback, you can't keep that because you're going to get blown up. Right. He could have pitched. There was three guys to the outside of him, though. You got to that up and just he take, had, a, he had take at a zero loss. Yeah, he had a he's he had a really good game. He's he going going when is JD McKissick in his life? He can't even on Madden avoid three defenders. How's he going to do <laughs> it? No man, life? I put a I put a buck 75 on a dude with McKissick while I go on Madden. I'm not going to lie to you. Scott Turner shouldn't call that play. That's yeah. Yeah, it just Gibson, Yeah, it was bad. I I don't like that call. Gibson needs to take McKissick's reps. Period. And and yeah. McKissick needs to just be what he is and whatever that is, I don't care. But, like, if Peyton Barber is going to be the lead back in terms of carries, I'm cool with that. I don't, you think, have, I don't think he's going to be the lead back. I think maybe that was an anomaly. I, I don't think so, man. I'm I really don't. The more this stuff goes on, I think that's what the plan is all along. I believe McKissick more than I do uh, Barber, man. I think, I think, okay, I think Barber, Barber's our jailed rigs. He's a short yardage guy. He's going to be a grinded out, just he secure the ball and dive up the middle kind of guy. You know, that's that's what he is. He's a guy that that you use on short yardage and to run out clock. Is that dumb that's though? When you put him in, everybody knows this is what you're going to do. No, because he's also our pass pro guy. 
So he's going to be in on third downs too. Yeah, he's the best pass protector. That's what I'm Him saying. Him and Bryce so, Love are our best pass protectors in the backfield. Bryce Love's inactive now, so Barber is your lead running back. Whether well, you want McKissick to it keeps going, you know, five targets and one catch and three <laughs> carries for negative two yards. Yeah. Bryce Love's going to be active soon enough. I hope so. I hope so. Would and, they keep? Would they keep four or demote one or not dress one? They're going to demote. They're going. They're going to do something with McKissick. I think McKissick just doesn't dress. He's no. awful, man. He's I, yeah. We right before the last game, we realized he'd only had like eighty-six touches in four years in the NFL, and then it starts to hit you like, what? <laughs> you know. But I think Gibson right now is your change of pace guy, um, and I, I do think he'll get more carries and catches and you know things like that. Barber's the guy they're going to count on to run the ball. I think that's just what it is, and I'm fine with that until um, what. I want to know what Bryce Love is. That's, uh, is, yeah. is he the every-down guy? I don't know, but I don't know when he's going to be healthy either because I don't think they said he practiced today either. Or maybe it just was he wasn't hurt, so they didn't list him as one of the guys that practiced. I don't know. He was a healthy scratch, from what I understand. He's just, they went with, they went with the, the, the guy who's not coming off an injury in Gibson and the two vets. That's what they went Cam, with. Cam Sims dressed. Did he even get in the game? He oh, had no. zero snaps. I don't understand. Zero snaps. We'll, we'll talk about that in, in a couple categories. All right, um, all right, all right. So, all right. So before we, before we go forward, and I apologize for not doing this up front. You know, what we like to do here is we like to name these pods when we do them. So this is our 18th pod. So we try to find previous Redskins with this Jersey number and we named the pod after them. So Phil, lay it on us. Who are, who are our 18s to choose from? Well, we're going to go with the ones that people know. Yeah. So this is the Josh Doxson pod. Okay. The Terrence Austin pod. Ooh. The Trey Quinn pod. <laughs> um, and it's funny. Before the Lance Lewis pod, if anyone remembers Lance Lewis. I do not. Yeah. No. He I was do. he was here for one season, 2013. Um the before Terrence Austin. The last player to wear 18 Ford of Redskins was Jack Scarbath in 1954. Okay. That says we went from 1954 until 2010 before someone wore the number 18 for the Redskins. By the way, Scarbath was a quarterback for the Redskins in 53, 54. He started 10 games and had a wonderful 3-7 and seven record with 16 touchdowns and 25 interceptions. So he's best forgotten just like the rest of them. There you go. No good That's candidates. Same record as Haskins. <laughs> Thanks, Dabs. I was fucking with you, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but his, his completion percentage is much worse. All right, so, so before we finish talking about um, – the Philly game. Um, real quick, I have one more point to make. Is that I, I think that if if Doug Peterson just kept dropping Carson went straight back, that dude needs to be moving. That pocket needs to be moving. That's when he's more effective. I don't know if it was something our line was just containing him, but if he would have done that, because he can escape. He's mobile. I don't know if he was injured, but they just kept growing. dropping him back, and he was just getting slaughtered. So thank you, Doug Peterson. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, if it is Doug Peterson or what, but big props. Thank you. Shout out to Deuce Daly. 
De- oh, Deuce. Maybe. Okay. All right. That, dude. So this next uh, next little little uh, segment we'll call good, bad, ugly. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Ellie. Give us a good, a bad, and an ugly from the Sunday game. What you got? Um, let's see. The good. Fabian Morneau. Moreau, Morneau, whatever. Moreau, yeah. Moreau. I write that guy off every year. I I forget about him every year. Put it that way. He's a really He's our best athlete at corner, I think. But he's just not been in there consistently, and I think some of that was the poor coaching and the poor coaching choices that we've had in the past. But he turned that game around. I mean, that pick was everything um, to the game. The bad, John Bostic blitzing. I can't oh. tell you how many times over the last two years I've seen John Bostic have a clean shot at the quarterback and doesn't bring him down. He got one. He got five, he got five pressures, man. He did, but – he had more pressure than everybody on the team. But he got to finish the deal, man. He's there. He's coming clean. I mean, that's it. Five pressures. Yeah, he got one. But you got to – I mean, come on. Four there were a couple pressures. plays where it, he had a, a wide-open shot to kill the drive. And then Wentz got out of it, and they went down and scored a touchdown. Um, my ugly is, is Troy Apke and Dontrell Inman. Both of them were terrible. You can't it's count both, man. You got to choose nah, one. Bro, I got both. One <laughs> on each side of the ball. Hey, this, this is his call, so. In- Inman was just so – I didn't even know he was in the game for so many snaps. Like, what are you doing? Like, he just – and, again, we knew he got signed late. He, he's a guy that can't stay on a roster. There's a reason why, like, right? Like I always say, guys don't blossom in their sixth year. Like, he kind of is what he is. So, I, do, I, do we go out to Robinson? No, I think we just wait to see what Gandy Golden has, whatever that is. Who knows? Um, and Troy Apke was awful. And I know people want to say it wasn't that – it was bad. And we just didn't get caught with it being as bad as it was. The opportunities were there. Thank God for Chase Young. Thank God for Montez Sweat. Thank God for Iodinus, Ionitis, excuse me, um, Kerrigan, and everybody else in that group, Payne, who brought the pressure. Because if we didn't and Wentz had time, we would have gotten – Slaughter, 56 to nothing or something. Payne had a very good game against the run also. Nobody yes. talked about that. So did Sweat. Yeah. Sweat, so did Settle. I didn't even notice him. He got through. He got know. through. Yeah, he got through a few times. Settle, Settle was doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dev, what you got? What, give us your good, bad, and ugly. The good, uh, obviously, is the defense. Uh, I don't really want to go the whole defense. I feel like it's a cop-out. So, um. The good – You can do whatever you want. All right. Well, I'm going to go the good uh, being uh, Haskins. Uh, no turnovers, man. Uh, keeping us cool, rallying the troops on the sideline, uh, giving halftime speech that seemed to inspire uh, the, his teammates. One thing for sure you can do uh, – we don't know what that guy is yet, but one thing we do know is that the guys believe in him and like the guy. Uh, I can I can kind of see that, but so he gets the good uh, the bad. Real quick, Dev, before you move on, because I know people are gonna hear that and hate because he had 178 yards and one touchdown. Right. If he turned that ball over even one time in that game, that game is over. Which he almost Period. did, actually. Yeah. No, Garan Christian turned that ball over that dumb sack he gave up. But anyway. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm talking about the pass over the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. Pass. Yeah, okay. he tried to knife it in. He believes in himself Thomas. a little too much sometimes, but yeah. as long as the one thing. Again, the the players believe in him too. So, uh, go. I mean, I, I hope I hope this guy ends up being the guy for us. But uh, the bad man, 
I'm gonna go uh Sims Jr. on punt returns. Um I don't think he played bad at receiver. I think he played his role. He got a couple of nice throws, made a couple of big plays for us on offense. But, man, it seemed like he was just looking to make the run before the catch a couple of times. Like, he was looking to see where he was going to run before he caught the ball. And then when he got it, he was so indecisive. He was jumping back and forth. I didn't really care for it. I'd like to see Isaiah right out there since he's active. I'll even settle for putting uh, Gibson out there since they said he was doing them in practice. Uh, I want to see it. One, another thing I want to throw in the good, uh, Steven, uh, was it Calvin Sims Jr. Or Cal, the big Sims, what's his name? Cam Sims. Cam Sims, yeah. That guy's a monster on punt coverage, man. Yeah. Yeah, he had some good Like, if you watch play. that, I wonder, I wonder if we should have Dunbarred that guy. I mean, he, he looks six five corner. Man, that safety, that dude is a monster uh, hitting on, running down, gunning on punts, man. I he stood out to me, and I don't know why. Trust Way was a good, also uh, bad. Uh, I mean, ugly would be. I'm gonna go with Alki, man. That's my guy. Say it. <laughs> I don't want pal on. I watched the whole game of three times, just like uh, just like Ellie did. I see where there's a couple of times they could have got us over the top, but I'm wondering when I watch it again, it's looking like they were in zero coverage. A lot of those times where that might not be a responsibility. Like I said, if you're in the nickel, if you're in cover three, if the if a tight end or a receiver crosses in front of you, he is yours. You're supposed to carry that dude in any cover three I've seen, you know. So, so I wonder if he wasn't supposed to guard that guy and he was just should, could have been there for support and wasn't. I wonder if that wasn't his responsibility. I don't know. He's, I mean, I, to me, I don't, I don't want to argue about it because I don't know. I'm not a coach. But I, right. I just – I think he's playing that deepest role no matter what. And right. he's supposed to be there and he wasn't. And, yeah, the corner's at fault too and what, from what I saw because you can tell – how closely the corner's trailing a receiver, right? right. That's the Darby corner's on, guy. Darby on Rager. That, was a line, that was a linebacker, I think, on him. No, Dar- Darby, too, uh, and that played a Darby. Oh, Darby, yeah, 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 yeah. He got burnt. And then, you know, and it then, happens. And then Kevin Pierre-Lewis was the linebacker that was trailing the tight end. But Apke, I think, is supposed to be the guy that is just back there patrolling deep. And you can tell the problem I have that, that I think Apke has is that he pays too much attention to what's in front of him. You know what I mean? He's trying to help. He's trying to do too much. He sees like the, he's looking at the uh, the field in front of him, and he sees okay, this wide receiver is going to break on an in route. I'm going to try to be there for that. When his responsibility yeah. is just, just let nothing deep. let nothing go behind you. That's it. And see, he I don't think, that's why I called it ugly because he did. There was a he made some drive killing hits on running backs, man. I he did do some of those. I seen that whenever uh, Moreau, not Moreau, but. Uh, Moreland got the interception. He's the guy that tackled the receiver, and he got an extra 15 yards running with the ball, which he should have got a touchdown, man. Jackson tack- shoestring tackled him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, well, he, he did make a couple of plays. He, he did. did, but he's got to do his job first. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. All right, Phil. What you got? I'm going to do a little – I'm going to double it up here. But I'm going to do it quick. Good, my man – my man, Jimmy Football, Jimmy Moreland. Jimmy People's Corner. The People's Corner. Gets his interception, almost runs it back for a touchdown, and he did it by jumping a route 
And uh, that's exactly what we brought him in to do, was to make plays just like that. It was like sweet because it looked like he bailed, and then he baited him. He clearly baited him because he looked yeah. like he bailed, and then he just charged before the quarterback went through the ball like he knew yeah. it was coming. He played it really well. We, you know, we brought him we, – we drafted him to be a gambler. It was a gamble to, to draft the kid, seventh-round pick out of a small, smaller college. Not a small, but a smaller college. Um. And you had kind of a rough rookie season, learning the ropes, making an adjustment to him, making a much bigger leap than your average drafted player. But I feel that, you know, that was – it was nice to see him get that pick. Um, and I think that he showed a lot more discipline from where I isolated him on plays and how he's working these receivers. The other one I have as, as, as good is uh, Dwayne under pressure. Stays cool. Um, and, you know, Philly was taking away all the big plays. So he had to kind of switch into, uh, okay, whatever you give me, I'm going to take that. You know, he tried to force a couple in there, like that one that was almost picked off. Mm-hmm. And really, if he had a weaker arm, <clears throat> Alex Smith, <clears throat> um, that would have been an interception. But that's why you got a quick release, strong arm quarterback. Is there. They're going to gun it in there to where either the re- it's going to stick in the receiver's chest or it's going to, you know, get knocked down and complete. Right. You know. So those are your those are your goods. Dwayne under pressure and Jimmy Moreland finally doing what we drafted him to do. The bad, the bad is how the media spun, how the national media spun this game. Nothing to do with the actual play itself, but basically everything I heard on Monday was how. Carson Wentz lost this game. The Washington didn't win this game. Washington didn't go out and sack him eight times. Washington didn't have 31 pressures. It was Carson Wentz got pressured 31 times. Carson Wentz allowed himself to be sacked eight times. You know, they didn't even want to say that it was because they had a beat-up offensive line. No, it's all about how, well, Philly lost this game. He did take a dumbass sack when they were in field goal range. A dumbass sack. Well, what about the other hey, they would have they would have roasted Haskins if he'd done that. They Facts. they used to ro- they used to roast Cousins for that. He did it all the time. Yeah. So, but but let's look at it this way: the, the national media. I watched this. They would not touch a positive about this game. They only wanted to basically say, "Well, it, it's only because uh, you know." You know, Carson Wentz beat himself. You throw yeah. 42 passes. I watched him do that to uh, Danny Dimes, too, whatever his name is. It was like, oh, the young guys got spunk. Oh, look at him. He's trying his best out there. Like, oh, come on, man. man. Don't, don't get me started on Daniel Jones. He's a bum. Those two buddy. picks he threw the defensive lineman. But whatever, man. Hey, That's man time. Daniel Jones but is a bum. You get my point. You see, you yeah. notice how they frame it? When Haskins wins a game, we don't hear about it. When Danny Dimes goes out and, and, and makes bum-ass decisions. Man, he makes he makes Saquon Barkley look like a bust. I don't know how he does it. Like, he, he, like I'm like, I was watching the game. I was like, man, them niggas should never draft a Saquon Barkley. Danny like, Dimes, I really know that. He's like, man, he's, he's he was, the worst pick ever. He was bad that game because the Steelers' defense is that good. Yeah, Daniel man. Jones, though, the reason why I like that they call him Danny Dimes is because he's only worth a handful of dimes to me. <laughs> That's all he's worth. Oh, it looked like somebody smacked Gettleman with a bag of dimes and made him draft that dude. I mean, I, 
What was he thinking, man? Hey, that guy's he was terrible. Signed up, signed up before I get to my ugly. Did you all ever see Joe Budden's reaction to when they drafted Daniel Jones? Yes. <laughs> no, nah, I need to watch that. Go watch that. They, the, you've never seen somebody so completely just dumbstruck. Yeah, who wants to like who wants who trusts a guy named Daniel Jones? Right. Eli Manning two point That's what he the, is. Um, Colin, to, to this, I'll give credit to Colin Cowherd. He gave Ron Rivera the highest. He gets his little report card, right, of things. Yeah. He gave Ron Rivera an A-plus for Sunday. He said, um, well coached. Um, it was the highest grade he gave of any other team. Uh, he said Haskins played a great second half. Uh, he said, you know, the defense and making adjustments and stuff like that. So Colin Cowherd is the one major media personality that showed a little love to what we did. You know Which is what, funny I'm because Cowherd Cowherd has hated on this franchise for twenty years. I just hated on Daniel Snyder, for sure. No, he hated on everything, everything, every you know, coach we've ever had. You know, he never didn't even particularly care for Gibbs. I I used to listen to him going up and down the road when I used to go to community college every day because he was came on right as I was getting on the road, and anytime you know Washington came up, it was just. Just dropping cow turds all of everything. You know who I'm ugly. I said, my, my ugly, my ugly of the game is the left side of the offensive line. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You know, I, I, I tell you, uh, you know, Wes Martin doing the roll bounce backwards on early <laughs> on was hilarious. It would have been much more hilarious if it had been any other team. But, I mean, I- I'm telling you, I'm going to start calling him De La Soul because he was doing that roller skating GM called Saturday. <laughs> Just going backwards. I, I, as someone who's, who played offensive line in high school, this killed me. Man. It kills me to see stuff like that because it's not that to happen. Then you got one of the trucks in my life. I, I, and it was by my own teammate. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Flowers, man. We let him walk away. I know he got a yeah. lot of money. Same with Donald Penn. Both of them. I wonder, you know, I don't know how much Eric Flowers got, but it was too much. Well, he's out for, for the season, though. Is he? Is he? Yeah, he got hurt. For the season. Okay. Okay, okay. take it back. Really back. I guess yeah, I think, I, Donald I think Penn. So. Donald Penn, sure. I swear to God, he wants a job because every Washington social media post, every Instagram post they do, I see D Pen 72 just throwing up fire emojis and everything else. I'm just like, dude, you want a job. <laughs> can, can we go it. kick the tires on this guy? Here's the thing. We talk about how Dwayne's got to develop into that franchise quarterback this year. If the offensive line on the left side doesn't start shoring up and shoring up quick, he's not going to get the opportunity. He's going to get, you know, the same jumpy, stuff that happened to, to Jason Campbell when Jason Campbell started getting hit every other play. And he's going to start rushing throws, and you'll watch. The ball's going to start sailing all the time. I was you know, saying earlier, we really need to look at possibly you know creating more of a mobile pocket, taking advantage of the fact that we have an athletic quarterback who can move. And actually, I think, throws well on the move. Um, you know, he doesn't lose any arm strength moving in either direction. Um, so I think that we need to start thinking about how, what can we do to mask the deficiencies of this offensive line? Shanahan did it. Our offensive line 
in the interior, especially under Shanahan, was quite suspect. We masked those deficiencies. You know, I'm Scott sorry, Turner, Air Flies are COVID. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, still out. <laughs> but nonetheless, we need to look at masking deficiencies. And I think once we can find a way to get into a rhythm, either passing or running the ball, just finding some way to have a consistent threat will open up other aspects of the offense. But we need to find a one consistent threat before we can start expanding into other ones. All right. I'll do mine real quick. No explanation to move this segment along. Uh, my good defensive line, pretty, pretty much a no-brainer. Um, you know, watching Deron Payne kick back Jason Kelsey. You see that? Made that man look like a rag doll. Um, the bad first half blitzing. Um, Ellie kind of hit on it with um, John Bostic blitzing. I swear every time they blitzed, a tight end was Dallas Goddard would open over the middle or a wide receiver was cutting across on a drag and there was nobody there. Nobody there. Like, I don't know if that was scheme, whatever, but every time that we blitzed in the first half, they took advantage of it. And they made the, they made the uh, correction. Yeah, I think they, less blitzing, less blitzing. Let the front four eat, drop a guy back in coverage. You're good. And I then they uh, put camera curl in. I think, like I said, I think one of the, from what I noticed, one of the linebackers was replaced. It wasn't a defensive back. It was another linebacker. And they, they took him out for camera curl. Sometimes it was that Pierre, whatever Lewis, his name is. Pierre Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. I think it was him they took off. Okay. And then the ugly is the left side offensive line. Like, um, Wes Martin, out of 66 guards, he was ranked 65th from PFF this weekend. And Jerron Christian, out of 66 tackles, he was ranked 66. So that's all. No more explanation. That's terrible. Okay, real quick. No explanation. Wham, bam. Game balls. One offense, one defense. Um, Ellie, what you got? All right. Defensive game ball is going to go to Ryan Kerrigan. I hated on him in the offseason a little bit. (laughs) That was all over him. Uh Uh, offensive game balls, uh, Gibson. No, I, <laughs> I don't, dude, it was it's hard. Rough. It was rough. I'll go Peyton Barber. I mean, he did what he had to do when it was necessary. Um, yeah, Peyton Barber. Okay. Dev, offense, defense, game ball. Uh, Chase Young, obviously, uh, defense or him or Kerrigan. Uh, I'm going with Chase Young since he picked Kerrigan. Um, offensive. Can I count Chase? Can I count Tress Way? Is he count as offensive or defensive? He didn't have that great of a game. Can You're crazy. He had like three punts inside the 10, bro. Oh, he put one on the five. He had a couple when we were backed up deep that weren't Tress Way. He flipped the field on the he flipped the field on the one whenever they uh yeah, they but I, field goal. I, I'll blame the line for that one because he got rushed. I know which, exactly which point you're talking about. He had to get that punt off quick. All right, I'll All take right. it. All Three right. points inside the, inside the five. Phil, inside the ten. what you got? Game balls. Uh, offense. <sighs> Morgan Moses? Did he Damn play you. well? Damn what you. Was, what that, was great. that was mine. That <laughs> was mine. Morgan, you, 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 you play like this for 16 games, I'm going to like you. I mean, no holds, no false starts. No, nothing. Guys, we've been to the Pro Bowl, man. That was five years ago and and whatever. <laughs> what has he done since then? Become the Wakandan god of flags, but not on this day. 
and he actually pat he pass blocked well, he rent, run blocked well. He was the only member of that line that I looked at. And I was like, okay, you're doing your job. Sheriff was disappointing. Ruye was, Neh. and the left side was trash. So Morgan Moses, I don't know if it's because everybody else to his le- or to his left was that bad, but he looked really good. He looked like that offensive MVP that he was once called by Jay Gruden. So good on him. So you know, hey, what? as much as I hate on him, as much as I hate on him, credit on where credits do. Defense game ball, Jack Del Rio. Yeah, I you like found it. a way to, you know, to get that pressure dialed up. You know, we th- and we thought that it was just going to be four man rush, four man rush, four man rush. Again, we talk about how Bostic, you know, missed on some you know blitzes, but he also dialed up the blitzes that got Bostic in there scot free. And Bostic isn't known as a blitzer. So, you know what? You, you, held, you held the Eagles to no points after that 17 nothing. We went 27 unanswered. A lot of that's on defense. A lot of that's scheme. We saw adjustments by the defense, personnel changes. It's so nice to see a coordinator coordinate. Who starts corner Sunday, man, if Fuller starts? Hope not. Uh, I wouldn't Mar- mind seeing Moreau. Who's the man Darby. out? Moreau. Moreau. Who was the other guy? It was uh, Darby, Darby and it was Moreland. Uh, Moreland. Moreland's slot, though, right? Moreland started, though. Well, that's because base. he started in base. Did he? Because there's three quarterbacks yeah. in base. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about regular like four three. It was, it was Mar- no, it was Morell and Moreland that started. No, yeah. no, it was Moreland and uh, it was Darby. No, it was Darby. Darby. Darby, Darby and Moreland, man. Darby. Yeah, you're no, right. It was, it was Darby. You know, well, no, it was Darby and Moreland. No. It was Darby, it was Darby and Moreau. And Moreau. Yeah. I don't think Moreau started, man. He did. He did. He did. He was always number two. Moreau's always been number two. Because I, hey, I, mean, uh, I thought he was. But I, th- I didn't see him out there first. No, nah, I think I think they switched real quick, like maybe after the first player. So they give me, give me a second. I'll I'll solve this real quick. Well, I'll do mine well, real quick. The uh, I know who's on the depth chart. I'm just saying in the game. For me, the, the offense, it's, it's Morgan Moses. He's sixth-ranked PFF guard. He didn't do his, his tackle, excuse me. He didn't do his standard where he, he jumps a millisecond off the line. Um, he just looked good. No problem. But they kept running the ball to the left side. I'm like, why? You're Run the ball to the right side. Stop running the ball to the left side. They kept doing it. Morgan Moses was like, hey, man, run it that side so I keep my good grade. Oh, geez. And <laughs> defense, I, I chose Chase Young, but I, I Chase Young because – because of Ryan Kerrigan. So one of Ryan Kerrigan's sacks and one of Ryan Kerrigan's forced fumbles was because of Chase Young and what he did. And Chase Young also had another hit. It was an interception that got called back. Right, Pierre. Ionitis, yes, Ionitis was offsides. I'm sorry, or was it, was it pain? One of them was offsides and it negated an interception. And so to me, Chase Young, I, I am just so excited um, for Chase Young. Um, Phil, were you looking up something or? Yeah, just to – you're all right. It's Darby and Moreland. Yeah. Yeah, Darby and Moreland. Moreland or Moreau? Moreland. Moreland. I'm telling you, Moreland started. I'm looking at the game. game. I'm looking at who started right now. Yeah, but that's because they had two tight ends and, like, one wide receiver, right? Either way, it's still two corners, man. It was – the two corners starting the game were – They they had two – well, whatever. Anyway, one thing you said, Bill, about Sheriff having a bad game. <clears throat> Bro, that's what he does now. I don't know what's up with him, man. Like he's very it's, average. Is yeah, dude. Like, is this just the contract thing getting to him now, or is this just kind of what we should expect from Sheriff now? No, it, I think he's just solid, and you want to see. You seen Trent for ten years, man. 
Man, he was, yeah, but he, did you see Sheriff in the run game? Was it last year? That dude used to be downfield just two years ago, I think. It was mm, yeah, just when he would, when he would pull, he got hurt last year. When he would pull, and that dude was just a monster. It's when he got his Pro Bowl bid, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen that same. I, I feel you. We haven't we need to bring Vince Wolford and <laughs> shove him around. Yeah. All right, y'all want to hear something crazy? We had we had Make it quick. defense to start. Okay. Darby was the only starting corner. Collins, Apke, and Moreland are listed as they started at safety. Because you're right, Philly came out with a two tight end set. We went a three-man line to start with Allen and Payne and Young. We had Deion Hamilton. Sweat was playing off the line at linebacker, Bostic and, and KPL. That was our starters. See? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. So we were in like a KPL three, got taken four, out for Earl. One four, three four one three defense. I never heard of that. But, but right, that shows to show you that that Del Rio is willing to go with some very strange packages, you know, to make this defense work. That's what you got to do, right? You got to conform. We, yeah. we haven't seen that. It's here's my system. I'm putting it out there, and if it doesn't work, Joe then, Barry or freaking, you know. What was the last guy's name? Um, uh, Greg Rem, uh, Greg uh, Minuski. Zorn. Minuski. Zorn. Oh. Minuski. Kerrigan and pass coverage. Kerrigan's a cornerback. Uh, all right, real quick, let's talk about wide receiver. Be very quickly. Um, we all talked about Cam Sims. You know, he's a big dude, 6'5". I don't think this team believes in Cam Sims as a wide receiver. They send him back down to the practice squad. I think they can only do it one more time. Right? Isn't it rule one, no, one more time? He's going on the reserve COVID list, right? No, he can only be called up from the practice squad one more time. Yep. Um, and then if you know, they also worked out four wide receivers, none of who I've ever heard of this week. Yeah. So they have no faith in Cam Sims as a wide receiver, else he would be the fourth wide receiver. They only played three wide receivers. Yeah. That's scary. That's awful. Uh, did y'all see the breaking news from earlier? What? So we know that Allen Robinson's kind of somewhat yeah. rumored to be being traded. There's another receiver rumored to be on the trading block. Please say Larry. OBJ. OBJ. Yeah, I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give up a. I wouldn't give up a first. I know that's what they're going to ask for. I wouldn't do it. But that's not what that goes against the culture they're trying to build here. Granted, his abilities are amazing. It's like AB. He still doesn't fit what the team needs either. He's yeah. he's a, another similar to McLaurin type, who's a yak guy. You know, I know he can go down the field a little bit, but that's. This team, and since we're on the conversation of wide receivers, I'm going to jump in here, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. This team needs somebody to take the pressure off all the underneath stuff that Terry McCorn is very good at. We don't have a single deep threat on this roster. and it's I would like to go after Juju Schuster, personally. I don't he, – he's kind of a tweener, and I like what he can do. I think we need just a burner who – he doesn't even have to be that great. Just like remember Algic Robinson and what his role was with us. Go back. run straight down the field. Hit it, man, and and <laughs> make them respect you. Catch enough. I think what he had six touchdowns one year or something like yeah. that. On like eighteen catches. Right, <laughs> you're right. Do just enough to make them respect you because we don't have that. But let me roll that back real quick though. We we forget Terry McLaurin ran a four three. He did, but it's maybe about we skill need set. somebody to do what. Maybe we we need to kind of look at this backwards. We need somebody who takes the role that McLaurin's currently given and let McLaurin go down the field. But McLaurin we has went never over, proven on, to be that. We started the yeah. season early. We were going over the top of, to McLaurin a lot. When Case Keenum was back there, yeah, yeah. 
No, but that was post routes. That was it. He, he. When have you ever seen a McLaurin deep post? Ca- is still a deep. But that's route. one route that he does. When have you seen McLaurin run it like a a, a streak Fade. down the sideline? When was the last time we had a quarterback who both had enough time and enough arm to throw if a streak? Can, if down you can throw line. a deep post, you can throw a he streak. Threw the, down the he threw the one down the nine. I can throw the ball down the field, down the middle, a lot better <laughs> than I can. Remember down Haskins the threw the threw the McLaurin down the sideline on that uh, on that cover two and down it like in the nine hole. Nobody thought I could fit it in there on the sideline. What game? Well, last year. Yeah. Well, uh, on the one that got called back, the sixty-seven yarder. I don't think he got called back. That was that wasn't him. That was uh, Kenzie, though. My, my point That's is, Kenzie. like, he's done that. Even when he had Keenum, he did it twice last year, and that was it. it he's not that guy. Like, I it just and it's a special skill set. It's like a Deshaun Jackson skill set. Not everybody can do what he does just because they're fast. We need a guy that has that skill set, the ball tracking, um, how to position the DB. Uh, it just. It's something that this offense, and I don't know if that's even what Scott Turner wants to do, but the Air Coriel kind of calls you for need it. Need one in an Air Coriel. Yeah, I just we we got to do something. I, I don't Gibbs, know. Okay, if you ever want to look at the, I always refer back to when Gibbs ran it. Gibbs always had a guy who could burn downfield. He always had Monk for the for wow. the intermediate stuff, for the possession stuff, but he always had a burner. He had Charlie Brown. He had Calvin Muhammad. He had Gary Clark. Clark and Ricky Sanders, who's always somebody who was a speed guy. And even though I, I said Gary Clark, Gary Clark was also a yak guy. But he could get downfield, too. You always had somebody who yeah. just – you said go, and they went. So you're right on that. I don't – if you were to get someone like an Allen Robinson, I just think, to throw I a think, name out there, you could conceivably put McLaurin in that role. Is what's the name like that? Maybe maybe that's uh he's Stavis Sims Jr.'s role. Who? Steven Sims? Steven no. Sims. He's a smart guy, man. He, he's got a he, stay. He, does, he has a, a twitchy, gadgety skill set where he catches the ball, makes you miss and go. That's you don't he's need a Santana Moss type. Yeah, you don't want to waste him just hit deep Moss, routes all the time. But maybe we should look at it because Moss could occasionally do that burner route. Yeah, but yeah. Moss Moss was a lot. Big, I, I don't know if he was bigger than Sims was, but he was stocky, and he kind of he, he played bigger. He played, he played bigger. bigger. Yeah, I. He's also about what two, three inches taller. I mean, Moss is yeah. what five eleven. Yeah, yeah, I just there's guys out there that aren't like a plus receivers like a John Ross. Like, look what Malcolm, uh, who's a kid, uh, Hollywood Brown for the Ravens. Look what he uh, does for that team. You know what I'm saying? Is there that. anybody the out there that that can do it at a decent enough clip? <sighs> I, I, at this point, I don't think so. I mean, it, it was great. Remember we had Deshaun and Pierre? That's what I'm saying. That was because right, to me, I was there, right? How fast did he run? I don't know. And I don't know if he can do that. But to me – Who, Robinson? McLaur- no, Isaiah Wright. Right. Oh, McLaur- Isaiah Wright. McLaurin is a Pierre Garçon to me. That's the kind of guy I think I compare him to. Old faithful, not going to drop the ball, steady. Not, yes, a very, very good number two guy. Yeah, he had 117 catches one year He's faster than Garcon, though. I, don't I think know, that makes man. him more Pierre valuable. Garcon. Well, he's 6'0, 210. He had 110 catches one year. Yeah, Robinson's 6'2, 220. So he's a little bit bigger, a little bit taller. But I don't, I, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at his stats. But he's he's going to want to get paid. But I think it was all just a, a facade to, to get Chicago Yeah, absolutely. To pay him. And I don't, again, I've said this before, but I don't think I, I don't think Allen Robinson is this. We can make him work because we need a number two wide receiver no matter what. We are really lacking 
at the receiver position at the number two. And Kelvin Harmon's injury was devastating to us. Yep. So if it's Allen Robinson or continue with what we have, it's Allen Robinson all day. But I just think, like, to make the offense as dynamic as we all want it to be, we got to have that guy that can just hit it and go. Yeah, we got to see what uh, Gandy Golden comes out to be. We don't, we don't know. I, th- I read he, he's got concussion issues. I didn't realize it was a concussion he was dealing with. But well, he's also not good, too. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, being that he's a long strider, send him deep. Man, it just – what, 4'6"? Four, four, you got to give him a shot. Looking four, you do. Five. You do, but he's got he's to learn to use his – I don't know how you do that, though. Like, I don't know. I, it could work. And maybe that's why they brought him in because I, I just – as I was, like, picking up my phone, I saw that he was, like, tied with – I forgot who, but for the most deep routes in the country, catches in the country, but during lesser comp- uh, competition. Yeah. Um, some guys, some guys don't forty well, but they can run the same forty on in cleats on the field as they can, you know, yeah, off football the field. Speed. Yeah, yeah. They, and and apparently, yeah. that was the thing with Gandy Golden. He had he was speed. a king of football speed. He was just like that. He couldn't run that fast for forty time, but you couldn't catch that dude. And you know what? Not every deep route needs to go for a touchdown either. If you get forty yards on the deep route because the guy got behind the safety and position one caught it, that works too. You know, sometimes just you just need to take a defender down the field. Yeah, you just need to respect. You just need to respect it. Right. Yeah. Somebody, somebody to break up that bracket they got going on on Terry all day. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's no one to go. Who, there's no number two to throw to. Right. I don't even got, think they. Get, bra- I watched the game. It didn't look like they double, double teamed or bracketed them the whole game. No, Slay was they all high load them. They Slay high load them. Um. All right. So given given our win on Sunday, does this change anyone's overall record predictions for the whole year? Um, based on what we said, was it two two weeks ago? I still got seven wins, six wins. Eight more to go, man. Eight more to go. You're nine and seven, Ellie. I've been there from the start. Okay, Deb, what are you? We like seven wins, man. Yeah, I think, I think we could go eight or nine, but I think we'll go seven. I'm with you. I'm seven and nine. Also, what about you, Phil? Eight and eight. Eight and eight. Okay. Rodney said we're uh, thirteen and three, so we'll hold him to that. I'm just kidding. Damn. Sorry, Rod. You're not here. Twelve and four. Get it right. Okay, real quick. <laughs> let's talk Cardinals next week. Um, it's going to be a tough one. They got Kyler. They got De- um, DeAndre Hopkins, and they got Larry Fitzgerald. Um, it's going to be interesting. But I believe we should have Kendall Fuller back and Thomas Davis because they were both full participants in practice today. So it's a good sign. So we're not. We won't go into the specific specifics about you know the cardinals in the game and sunday but let's just you know broad stroke overviews um dad we'll start with you what, do you what do you think about sunday man i'm terrified of what hopkins can do i feel a lot better that fuller's playing i am terrified that after you have a couple of those losses um uh, those lapses that he had uh we can't have that but I'm really worried about Hopkins. Um, I'm, I'm worried about Hopkins to the point where I think we might stop Hopkins, but do we sell out stopping him to where, you know, Drake kills us or the legs of the quarterback kills us because we're double teaming and bracketing Hopkins all the way across the field. Um, those are the things I'm kind of worried about. But I think that we got the defense to do it. I think we hit Murray about four or five times. I don't think he can see over six with seven defensive ends. I don't know. True. Ellie, what you got? I'm not. I, I'm not concerned. 
about the Cardinals. I'm really not. I mean, they this team was three and thirteen last year, right? Like they were yeah. bad last year. Yeah. I know they added Hopkins. They added Kenyon Drake late. We proved to be a really good team against the run. Granted, they didn't have their best running back, but we have two defensive ends that can really play the run, which forced things up the middle. And we already know who's there. Hopkins doesn't scare me. He's not a guy that's going to go by you. He's a guy that's going to run really technical routes to get himself open in that 10 to 15 yard range. And he, he kills you with that, but you can live with that because sooner or later they're going to miss on one of those. And those routes take time to develop. So our pass rush can get home. I think we match up really well with the uh, Cardinals defensively. The Eagles are more dynamic offensively where you weren't sure where the ball was going. I think with this Cardinals offense, you have a pretty good idea where it's going to go. It's going to go to Hopkins. It's going to go to Drake or the quarterback's going to keep it. The thing that concerns me with the quarterback, and I'm not afraid of him running, um, because eventually those things, running the football as a quarterback, ends up poorly for you. He's so short and our guys are so tall, I'm afraid of penalties with, like, you know, hands to the head or something like that yeah. with the quarterback. I, that's a concern for me. Hawkins beat those defensive backs in San Fran like he stole something, man. 14, yeah, but Sherman was hurt. Catches. Sherman was hurt. He wasn't going deep on a lot of those catches. He's he's a very technical receiver, and his hands are godly. When he when the ball's in his area, he comes down best, with it. Best route runner in the league. 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, but offensively, I don't really know Arizona's defense. I'm not really afraid of anybody on it. Chandler Jones, I know, but we can scheme against that. What I don't think we can do is that excessive motion and shifting that we did against the Eagles that didn't really seem to fool them on anything. I'm almost certain that we're going to open up the game against the Cardinals with a jet sweep because we kept faking the jet sweep motion on almost every play and didn't run it. So I'm guessing very early on in that Cardinal game. We heard it first there. Ellie said jet sweep first play. Jet sweep to Sims or something like that. Yeah, watch for it. But um, So I think we match up well. I think we can absolutely take this game. Um, I'm, I don't really have a ton of concerns. I think you're going to see a lot better performance. People tend to forget we had like a two-week BS training camp and learning a new offense with a very young team. So I'd expect right. us to struggle right. week one. I think we're going to get better every that week. Was, that was the preseason right there. Yep. All right. Hey, Phil. So I'm keep this keep this thing. I'm not scared of Arizona. I'm intrigued. Because I think that to go from facing a pretty traditional drop-back quarterback in someone like Carson Wentz to someone as dynamic as Kyler Murray, if we can really contain Murray and we contain uh, Hopkins um, and not do that thing that we've done before where we let some secondary guy go off on us, like Christian Kirk or somebody like that, um, if we can stop Arizona's offense – it's going to tell me a lot about how far this defense can take us this season, because we will have gone from one type of team, you know, it's very tight end heavy drop back quarterback to a team that's got a stellar wide receiver and a dynamic quarterback who can make plays in multiple ways. So that's going to tell me a lot about this defense. And if we can stop their offense, then I feel that's going to tell us a lot about how the season's going to go. Um, Offensively, I, I'm with Ellie in the sense that I expect that it's going to be tighter. We're going to we've we've kind of separated what some of the things that's just not going to work. JD McKissick. Um, so, you know, do we do we see Bryce Love? Maybe 
Yeah, probably not this week. But what we will see, I think, is some of the stuff that's obviously just not going to work is going to. I think we're going to stick with a lot uh, with a with a quick passing game, force the opposing defense to come up and play that quick passing game, which maybe then opens up something over the top. You got to do something to force the opposing defense to overcommit. So if it's doing that, maybe we start motioning out Gibson and let Gibson fly. Motion him out wide and let him fly. Something. But I think we're, we're going to see a lot less of uh, the confusing crap. And I think we're going to see a more concerted effort, especially against a defense that's going to be a little easier to game plan against than Philly's defense. Yeah. So for me, I'm not. I mean, Carlos dynamic, DeAndre dynamic. I, I think our defense will do well against them. I am a little bit worried based on our offense. Uh, there's three people on their defense who I'm kind of worried about. One is Dre Kirkpatrick. He'll be on Terry. Chandler Jones, I, <laughs> I, I, he's good. He's really good. And then um, Buddha Baker, that dude's a tackling machine. So – um, he's like our Landon Collins. He's their strong safety. So I'm a little not worried, but those three concern me based on what we saw from our offense last week. So we got to get creative. Um, okay. Vegas has Arizona six and a half points. Um, no respect. Yeah. It, it'll be, it'll be close. I definitely think we can cover. Uh, we, we can, we can talk about predictions uh, as we get closer uh, to the week. Cause we don't know about the whole injury report. So I think that that will, depend um okay well i think we're uh widening this thing down uh good good talk with you fellas um it's always good to talk after a victory yeah, yeah and we'll uh we'll throw up a live stream at 11 o'clock on sunday or uh 10 30 excuse me 10 30 on sunday and uh we'll get everybody in the group going and we'll we'll see you guys on facebook so closing out let's go with some shout outs uh, All right. I'm going to lead this off. Yeah, go, go, Ellie. Let's go. <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Stanley New Era Miles, Jason Donaway, Rick Walsh, Damon Anthony Roan, Brent Wallace. Brent Wallace has been killing it this week on the thread. David Welch. Facebook uh, Karen. Uh, <laughs> Mike Briggs. Lamar Bland is always, I call him logical Lamar. He always got a, lot, a logical perspective, even though he's wrong 99% of the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see, who else? Jeremy Quinn. Uh, it's, you guys have been really active this week. Aaron Scherr, as usual. Um, you know, keep it up, man. We always love the conversation. Uh, Not after Junior Gallette's, uh, uh my story. <laughs> Cody Jones. Um, Zach Brown, screw you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Lamp, no. uh, yeah. Rodney, shout out to Rodney too. Yeah. We haven't hollered at him recently. Um, Charlie McCrory, a lot of guys, a lot of people. Greg Delaney, Jeff Walker, Scott Napier. What else you guys shouting out, guys? Give us some shout outs. Shout out to Xenophone Yang for being completely <laughs> wrong every time yeah. he tries to argue with me. No. Um, shout out to my son. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Benjamin, Happy he turns 15 today. Okay. All right. Happy birthday. And, Big uh, boy status. Yeah, he, he, he's getting there. God, damn, I got to get him a learner's permit in six months. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> hey, Dad, what you got? Shout out to uh, 
can't think of his name. Kevin Sheehan for bringing back Cooley's film stuff, man. Uh, I, I like Cooley, man. <laughs> I like. I don't agree with half the shit he says, but he, he seems kind of intelligent, at least. He yes. doesn't sound like he's just talking out of his butt, like uh, <clears throat> Rodney's uh, side chick. No, just joking. <laughs> just joking. Just joking. Rodney doesn't have a side chick. Yeah. Uh, um, but shout out to Rodney. That's the that's the guy, man, who uh made all this possible, man. We love the yeah, guy. Yeah. We're gonna have beige Tuesdays in his honor. <laughs> Team light skin. Let's go. All right. My shout outs first off. Hey, Ryan Kerrigan. Shout out breaking the uh teams all time, leading sack. Uh, leader uh, Dexter Manley giving the pose um, yeah big shout out to you um, shout out to uh, Rod not here uh, we'll catch you next time around and um, shout out to all those who participated in the live game thread that was that was probably our best game thread that I've ever seen in the four years we've had this uh, group going so that was legit I, I thoroughly enjoyed that good conversation so just try to keep your uh, comments on the game day in that live thread um, shout out to uh, Andy Burroughs who got Julie Donaldson on the DC tweet team podcast good for you over there in the UK man doing the big work and uh, shout out to the 56 podcast our very yeah. own Le. you know yeah. his uh, yeah multi-man show all sports uh show so give it a listen give it a follow um all right fellas i think that's it let's uh let's close this thing out and um here's to uh good rest of the week peace victory yeah. wednesday peace love peace and hair grease thank you for coming out god bless you good night bedtime